Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Now, at the time of recording, I am roughly about three weeks post-show, um, and I thought this would be quite um, applicable, considering um, there'll be quite a lot of people out there that are post-show or coming up to that. Um, and if we're kind of just considering male bodybuilders or male-assisted bodybuilders, this this podcast will be targeted to. Um, I'm going to give you my... My two cents, really, on uh, a sort of blast or TRT or a cruise dose, however you want to call it. And I think rather than, as always, you know, nothing I say is a recommendation. It's always kind of my just opinion, my sort of personal experience um, and should always be taken as such. It is never a recommendation. Um, so please don't take anything I say um, literal. Um, always just take it anecdotal if you could. Um, but yeah. Over over the years, um, I have done both options, um, and you know, I suppose before I get into it, I recognise there may be some people listening that don't know what a blast and what a cruise means. So, if you're one of those, I'm just going to try and break it down real simple. As bodybuilders, we you know that we take steroids. Now, when we have a blast phase, effectively, this means that we are running uh, higher higher dosages of the compounds we're using um, and often we maybe are going to increment them up over the course of time. Such, such as example um, as a, um, a, a, show, a, you know, a show prep or a, a photo shoot prep. Um, why would we do this? Well, what that's going to do is going to increase our ability to recover, allow us to maybe perhaps add muscle mass whilst we're dieting get stronger or maintain the strength that we had at the peak of our sort of like weight before we started dieting. Meaning ultimately that you're going to retain as much muscle mass as you possibly can um, and it's also going to enable you to maximise a little bit of fat loss. It will also as well um, increase your body's ability to just handle a bit more food simply because you are driving um, anabolism which just effectively means muscle muscle growth, uh, protein accretion um, is more of a fancy term. Um, but because you are driving that more so, you're going to need a bit more food. Remember, muscle is metabolically active, so when you're gaining more, um, you know it needs more calories to hang around. So effectively, you can ha- like you, your calorie demands go up. And what this does, if you were to look, think of a normal male, a natural male, right, their hormone levels of testosterone in their blood are going to be between. Uh, there's a scale. And it's between 9 and 29 nanomole per litre. And that's what we call the physiological range. So when we're blasting, we are far out with this. We we are what we call supra-physiological. Um, so this could be anything uh, above 29. Um, but for the most part, you maybe see some guys might be, they might be 50 nanomole per litre. They might be 75. They might be 100. They might be 125. It depends, of course, what they're taking. So then, if you have obviously listened to the past couple of minutes, you'll 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 know what a TRT dose means, or you'll know what it means when I say, you know, uh, if we were to run a TRT uh, phase or a cruise phase, um, would mean that we would drop our dosages uh, of certain compounds down, that would enable us to stay within the sort of nine to twenty nine nanomole per liter range. So that is effectively what. Uh, a sort of blast in cruises. I understand that some people have maybe 
heard of heard about heard of them two phrases and never really understood but what i'm going to kind of talk about is my experience of blasting post show or post photo shoot or going on to to trt um and there's a couple reasons sort of behind why we would do either or um but also there's going to be a host of sort of positives maybe some negative outcomes that that happen with either phase as well so if you didn't know already um i hope that you do because i hope that you've listened to this podcast for a while or i hope that you maybe read some of the articles on the website um there's a certain phase post show um some people think it's magic right it's not magic but there's a, there's a certain phase post show sometimes we call it the rebound sometimes and in this phase like your body is super super sensitive to changes in foods and also hormones now what this means is that it's very very easy to add quality muscle mass quality muscle tissue in a short period of time as you kind of come out of your dieting phase if done correctly now this is simply because your body is so sensitive like insulin sensitive if you want to learn more about insulin all you need to do is you need to go listen to some of the previous podcasts where i've spoken about that before um but in that phase or sorry in at that point sort of once you've pulled all like not all your body fat off but you've pulled body fat levels down to that point as i said your body's very very sensitive you know if you want more of an idea of how sensitive it is and and then ultimately the like the the sort of change to the look dependent upon what you do with food um you know it can change overnight and all you need to do is go go have a look at that article i wrote i did a podcast with it alongside it flat versus full to kind of know the difference of okay well this is what happens when you kind of go from extremely lean you put in a lot of food in two days that's strategic uh, you see how much like the body can change what's driving that of course driving that food into that muscle mass is insulin itself um but let's say this is your first time let's say it's your first time ever ever dieting to low levels of body fat you kind of don't know what to expect maybe maybe what you've done is for a few days you've been eating fucking loads absolutely loads and you're still looking lean um at that point this is this kind of state i'm talking about your body is super sensitive to food you find that you get full very very quickly right um however if you continue to eat like that for a long time you find that you get fat and you get soft and you get watery really quick right so if you go from this very very lean set point um to then strategically increasing your calories uh, you increase them to maintenance or calorie surplus things can change sort of very very quickly now to kind of go inside that there is an urge to to want to overeat isn't there hunger can kind of be super high so regardless of whether you blast or cruise like if you binge in this time frame um what you will do is you will add a lot of body fat very quickly because if you're over consuming calories on junk and you're spiking blood sugars so much that like insulin has been overproduced but mainly because your blood sugars are, are so elevated all the time it's just going to shuttle that into into adipose tissue and fat tissue over muscle mass itself whereas if you do things quite steadily um this is where your body more likely shift shuttle that into sort of muscle mass opposed to fat tissue so 
this is where it needs to be controlled regardless of what you're going to do but I, I suppose I'm rambling on now I should get back to the point blasting right so what does that mean you already know what it means right you kind of know that if a body's been pushing dosages for a for a long time uh, let's say a prep they've been keeping them quite high if we were to blast post show then you kind of can understand that, that we're going to continue to have dosages quite high what what we will do is bodybuilders will tend to change certain compounds that we were using when dieting versus blasting. I'm not going to go into that today because I don't feel like that's something I should do. Saying, right, we, we do this and we do that because and that's just promoting someone who's never taken that stuff to go do it and that's not what I'm trying to encourage. But what I'll say is that um, if they, you know, if you want, you can swap the dosages, uh, sorry, swap your compounds over, keep dosages quite high. Um, to maintain this sort of supra-physiological level of testosterone. Now, what this is going to help do, especially because your body's so insulin-sensitive, is help bring about a fairly large increased level of muscle mass. You're going to recover from training quick, quickly um, and have a greater ability to handle nutrients, so your, your food will get higher fairly quickly. Now, is this a... A good thing well there's it's yes and no right i think that if you didn't know already that, that when we keep doses of, of steroids quite high uh, we're going to run into some health problems um, and by that i just mean that some health markers from like a blood panel will be slightly off and um, things such as like your blood pressure might be out your macro levels might be high liver enzymes might be off now the body's in a position sort of um post show where you kind of want to get healthy, but then there's this lure as as an assisted bodybuilder that when you hear the words, you know, add muscle mass, sort of like fairly quickly, um, that lure can kind of then make you not not do the sensible thing and say, well, you know, I guess from my perspective, the way I thought about it, I was like, well, fuck it, um, you know, um, what, what's another sort of eight, twelve, or sixteen weeks? going to really do in the long term um, and I can I can get really really big really really quickly um, and if I was to, to give you an example um, I did a photo shoot in 2019 um, I, I didn't do a show it's just a photo shoot and I went straight into a blast there after and then in 2020 um, straight after my show when effectively the lockdown hit um, I went straight into a blast phase as well. Um, why did I do that at the time? The the lure of wanting to get fucking massive quicker, and then uh, also I was really pissed off with lock with lockdown uh, when it kind of came back in the gym shut last year. Um, so so like what happens or what what happened or what happens when that happens? You know, I, I got I got very very strong very very quickly. You know weights that I was doing um, at the end of my bulking phase, I was like obliterating. Uh, within a few a few weeks of, of finishing dieting, um, I got noticeably thicker and added, added a significant amount of size um, that was very, very noticeably visual, um, which it sounds great, sounds fucking brilliant, right? But what else happened? Um, you know, at those times, water retention was quite high. Um, this was kind of due to a certain compound I was using at the time. Um coinciding with obviously a, a quite an increased um significant increase in carbs that um when you know you know your body's really sensitive 
uh, in that point and it just made me hold on to a little bit of water and what that meant was the lower back pumps uh, when training were absolutely crippling um, you know so much to the point that I needed to lie down in between some sets um, it was it was horrid but I was so stubborn I just I would lie down and I'd wait until it goes away and I'd go back in and do the, the second set um, I also remember last year getting sort of fluid pulling on my ankles which was fairly scary um, I got very unfit very quickly because the amount of weight that I added um, in such a short period of time um, but th- you know those were the side effects that I was willing to put up with uh, to get the desired effect to get the 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 muscle mass on fairly quickly um, my blood pressure stayed elevated the entire time which was to be expected um, and then you know after about 12 weeks post show by the end of 2020 um, I was up at 128 kilos. Now, bear in mind, I had never managed to push up above 120. Um, and I'm sure when I started prep with Cal um, back at the end of 2019, I want to say I entered it like at 118, 115, or between 115, 118. I can't remember. I need to go back and check. But I had never been above 120. I got was eight kilos heavier, right, by the end of those 12 weeks. Now, like kind of after that, like I, I couldn't push any longer. I couldn't eat. Um, I was struggling to eat, sorry, from, from where my calories were at. Um, so I had to drop down to TRT, I had to get healthy and had to do a... I also had to do a mini recomp, you know, so 12 weeks post-show, three months down the line, I'm, I'm having to diet again um, to pull off a little bit of body fat whilst I'm getting healthy, you know, try and sort my blood pressure out, etc, etc. So um, just imagine that, guys, like if you're listening to this, imagine having to like do a mini recomp sort of three months after you've done a prep, like, it's, it's pretty shit. But um, at the same time, it was fine. And what kind of happened is it took me, it took me a while to get healthy. Like, a, like my health markers. I ran TRT for sixteen weeks after that. Um, so I blasted for twelve. But then you're kind of thinking, well, well, that's fine. But you then had to do TRT for sixteen weeks. Well, yeah, I did. Um, what I could have done, and I'll get into this in a second, is like I've done before, is I could have, and what I'm doing now. Is I could have dropped to TRT, I could have probably been healthy within 12 weeks and then had another sort of a really good opportunity to push up thereafter and blast and, you know, gain for a lot longer. But, you know, you live and you learn. Um, so TRT post-show, what does that mean? You're probably thinking, and when, how, how and when have I done that? So TRT, as you know, is a phase where a bodybuilder will bring their doses down to a low enough point that, you know, if you measure te- the, the, the testosterone in the blood, it's going to give you a kind of quote-unquote normal uh, reading like a natural male would have, which is anywhere between 9 and 29 manual per litre. Honestly, usually as the T- uh, you know as TRT phases or cruise phases happen within the bodybuilding realm, guys tend to sit just above um, a TRT range. Let's say maybe they'll sit at 35 or something like that. Why? Because I think when you sit just out with the range, you can continue to get stronger, you don't feel as shit. Um, you recover okay and uh, yeah you still get the restatory benefits of some health markers now what I want to say and what you know I need to add in here is that it's only really during these phases when we kind of come down to a normal male range uh, or natural male range where we can restore any health markers that are out right so when we are blasting regardless of the supplement that we're taking to try and offset the health marker that's off whether that's your LDLs or you know, your, your your liver enzymes or you know kidney function, that supplement's doing fuck all because your test levels are 
are a bit higher than they than they should be. Whereas when you cut that, that's the simplest way to look at it. Simplest way in simplest terms I'll put it in. Whereas when you come back down and you kind of stay within this kind of quote unquote normal range, your body then starts to get back to where it needs to be, get back to that sort of healthy healthy point. So it kind of makes logical sense to drop back down and get healthy, doesn't it? Now the reason it it doesn't to some bodybuilders and to me at the time as well was you know I was a I kind of thought to myself, right, well, if I drop down to a, a cruise dose and I've kind of got the same levels as a normal male, that means that like my ability to add muscle mass isn't quite as good as if I'm blasting. And I'd say from my experience, you know, how wrong I was, um, because you still can and you still will, you will just add a little bit more if you've got dosages that little bit higher. But then to what, you know, for what benefit, right? So the reason being is that I've already told you about how, you know, the state that your body's in. Your body is generally so responsive to changes uh, in nutrition and lower stress levels that you can literally morph and mutate on that natural low dose effectively. You're still gonna add muscle mass, um, you know, you're naturally going to improve your recovery because you're going to be sleeping a lot more. As I said, stress levels are going to be lower. So your body's ability to actually add muscle mass is still fairly high. If you're smart with your training as well, um, you'll be able to do that, no problem. But the added benefit is that you can get healthy at the same time, right? Now, what, this, what, what a TRT phase might mean is that you might need to be a bit stricter with your food. I know I needed to be. Uh, you can't push your body weight up as high as if you're blasting, but you also shouldn't need to perform a recomp by the end of this sort of TRT phase, and by the you know you should be healthy by that time. So you're kind of in a perfect position to then start blasting. Sorry, that was a massive yawn. Which, uh, God, I don't even know if I've ever done on a podcast before. This might be the first time, 107 episodes down or wherever we're at. Um, but anyway, you know, that can seem, that perfect position can seem really appealing. Because as I've said before, the thought of dieting again so soon after prep, like I know it's not appealing to me at all. Um, anyone who's rebounded poorly that's had to do this uh, will know how much it sucks. But uh, you kind of need to do it. So the TRT um, phase I opted for. In 2017, that was the first time I competed. Um, I was generally so worried and so scared about health markers being off. I didn't even consider anything else. I didn't know there was a, another option. Um, I dropped to um, what was probably just above a cruise dose for me now. And I held there for 16 weeks. Um, and in that time frame, I got stronger every week. I grew, grew significant amounts of muscle mass. Uh, got all my health markers back in check. Um, and then thereafter... It allowed me to go straight into a 16 week uh, 16 week blast so that was 32 weeks of gaining um, and literally in that sort of first 16 weeks and I said I wouldn't talk about dosages but I only ran 250 mega test that's all I ran for 16 weeks got healthy and then I added in some extra goodies uh, in 2021 um, what I've done which is obviously this year now at the time of recording three weeks post two I've dropped to 150 test and 100 mast um, and in the, in the past three or four weeks, uh, I have been able to get stronger, um, 
you know, as I'm recording this, I'm currently on some exercise setting like massive all-time PBs. And on other ones, my strength is climbing very, very quickly compared to where it was before. But with, for example, like a better tempo or better form. Um, at this point already, three weeks post-show, my blood pressure is already in check. Um, and other health markers are beginning to improve. Um, we just need to get bloods done here in a couple of weeks. See where they're at. Add in some supplements to get some markers in check if they're off and then retest again four weeks after um i feel physically good you know i'm <clears throat> am i experiencing lower back pumps yes i am but nowhere near significant as last year when i was blasting um i feel fitter mainly because my, i'm not as heavy as i got as quick in 2020 i've kept cardio in um, this time around to try and maintain my CV fitness but also my training performance and recovery and, and also just I, I want to think about my heart health as well and not just how big my muscles are getting um, in a short period of time and I guess this is kind of where I'm going to just chat about what my preference is um, post-show for me this is for me alone right this doesn't mean that um I would do this with some clients because we're all different, our values are different. I've got some clients that have dropped to TRT, I've got some clients that have pushed um, and have, both, have all done extremely well. Um, some who of which have blasted um, are in a position where when they recomp, they do not need to diet whatsoever, um, which is pretty cool. Um, we can just sort of train, change their training um, thought process or stimulus or uh, focus to higher rep ranges, they'll still get stronger, they'll get healthier. And then they'll be able to blast again, um, which is going to be pretty, pretty nut. as a pretty nuts transformation, but it doesn't happen a lot because not everybody's got uh, the genetic propensity for that. But um, for as much as I love blasting post show, post prep, um, I feel that from now on I will always drop down to TRT, um, and this is mainly just because for me, like I'm valuing health a, a bit more versus my younger years where I, I definitely had. A uh, kind of a fuck it mentality and you're probably wondering well what's changed um, and I guess that I'm a little bit older I'm a fair bit older um, I'd like to think I'm a little wiser um, and now I have a I have a wee boy on the way um, for as much as for as much as I love bodybuilding I'm, I'm kind of not willing now to be unhealthy for any longer than necessary if that kind of makes sense I understand that bodybuilding will never be deemed as healthy and it shouldn't ever be epitomized as you know should be the epitome of health because it's not in fact it's probably the opposite um but i want to try and do it in the healthiest way possible whereas a couple of years ago my values were were just simply different um like i guess my preference over the years has changed because i, I didn't value health I, well i that's i mean that's me kind of being a hypocrite because i did but at the same time, I was kind of naive, um, or too naive at the time, um, to think otherwise. You know, I didn't have a, a son on the way. Um, I knew I wanted one one day, but I was very much being like, well, it's my body anyway. If I fuck it up, then it's my own fault, blah, blah. But there comes a point where you need to stop putting yourself first um, and, and kind of put, you know, your own needs before others. And certainly when the woman comes around, his knees are above mine and he's going to need his daddy around for a very, very long time. Um, so I mean I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you are someone who's using um, and 
like you'll know that once you're on, like you're never off, and or, or if you are, it's very hard to come completely off. Um, and I think what's happened for me is the flick of the switch in the past year or so is that I've now started thinking about the decisions I make now I know will have an impact on my body in 30 years time um, and because I because I think like that now it makes me think a little bit differently in regards to for example whether I go TRT or blast it also makes me think differently about when I'm blasting the compounds that I'm going to use um, I will run higher doses of stuff I wouldn't have run before. I'll completely avoid compounds that I used to use before. Um, I will not put my test much higher than 300 uh, from now on really at all, unless I'm prepping. So that'll be for the next three or four years. Um, and, and, and again, as I said, everything that, everything I say is just based on my experience, kind of my own journey. Um, it's not to say you should do X, Y, and Z. I feel that anything that you do is your choice. Um, and, you know, I would, I'd always respect anyone who ever does whatever option. If someone comes completely off, then that's great. I just kind of know that my body now, I, I've, I've done TRT last year for those 16 weeks and I, I felt horrendous in those 16 weeks, um, mainly due to the fact that, like, my libido was fine, um, but my energy levels were really, really shit across the day. Um, my recovery, uh, like, just like muscular recovery, was crap, sore all the time. And like, sometimes being sore is a good thing, but it wasn't a good sore. It just was like, I was struggling to actually recover from an accession. Um, I just wanted to sleep all the time, man. Like I wanted to sleep longer in the mornings, even with going to bed at a normal time. Um, and what I put it down to is I think that I've just got so accustomed, my body's become so accustomed to staying out with the physiological range that actually going down to kind of physiological um my body just doesn't really function very well down there because it's just not been there for a long time it's that's no longer its norm if that makes sense which um sounds probably if you're listening to this and you don't take your steroids and you use your natural or maybe perhaps you're a female just listening to this that probably sounds pretty pretty mental but um unfortunately that's the truth and um there's probably a lot of guys out there as well that they don't want to admit it um but are the same um and as well as i mean i think eventually over the years uh, I mean, I will always, especially above the age of 40, I'll never really push things, but I'll always be just above a uh, physiological range dose. And, you know, if you kind of look to go down a different route, like TRT is prescribed on the NHS for males over 40 or males over a certain age, or just males in general with low test levels because of its health benefits. So I think that even as I get older, I'll always kind of be on, um, even if it's just a just rough, rough, roughly there, thereabouts a TRT dose. Um, but yeah, guys, so effectively, uh, that's kind of it for me in regards to what my thoughts are uh, post-show in regards to blasting and TRT. I guess I'm not trying to tell, you know, I'm not trying to say what I, what I should or shouldn't do. I'm just kind of trying to say, well, this has been my experience of what I've done with both. This is how my body's felt. Um, and I hope that it does help you kind of make it remind on what you might do. Or maybe perhaps it just gives you a bit of information about the two options that are there. Uh, I guess the third one is you can come off completely. Um, right, and that's what someone would probably say if I didn't mention that. But um, yeah, at last thing, guys, I hope this helps. But just remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.